0: The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. So good morning. morning. So glad to see each and every one of you. So grateful you're here. So grateful I'm here. We're uh, continuing our Adventures in Faith series. Let the adventure begin. And we're talking this morning about the wisdom of getting sidetracked. And in 2004, uh, two friends of mine uh, and I uh, went to Washington State to go to what for us was sacred ground, the sites where they had filmed the television show Twin Peaks. (laughs) Remember the coffee and the donuts and the log lady? She's on the altar there today, by the way. (laughs) And in particular, we wanted to to see something called Snoqualmie Falls, beautiful waterfall. Uh, Anybody been there? Yes, and so we we parked, and uh, I could hear the sounds of the water, and I was so excited to get there that I just said, let's go this way. So five minutes walking in the woods, no waterfall, 15 minutes walking in the woods, no waterfall, 45 minutes walking in the woods, no waterfall, and yet I just kept pressing forward, and about another hour later, uh, we realized we were completely lost. And I could feel my friend's uh, resentment of me kind of growing with each and every step. And uh, uh, we ran into some wild animals, and it was starting to get dark, and we were just kind of in this place of giving up. But serendipitously, we uh, found a place we'd been before, and we got back to our car, tired, thirsty, hungry. And again, I could hear the sounds of water. So I walked 20 yards (laughs) the opposite direction. And there was the beautiful Snoqualmie balls. Now, are there lessons from this story? Yes. The first lesson, don't be afraid to ask for directions. Guys, don't be afraid to ask for directions. Because even though our individual spiritual paths are just that, it doesn't mean that there aren't people who've followed similar paths. So don't be afraid to ask for directions. Second lesson, your good is nearer than it appears. Your good is nearer than it appears. And I can only speak from my own experience, but what I've learned in my life is it's not often the the manifestation of my good that's missing. It's who I am in relationship with it. It's who I am in relationship with myself being willing to accept and step into my good. A question I like to ask myself sometimes is, am I capable of living the life that can contain my heart's desire? If my good were to show up on my doorstep right now, would I be willing to let go of the bad to step into it? Would I be willing to step out of the sometimes all too comfortable dysfunction to step into a more thriving way of life? Would I be willing to step out of the all-too-comfortable sense of isolation to step into those newfound relationships? Are you capable? Are you willing to live the life that can contain your heart's desire? Because it's closer than you think. Where are you? Lesson number three, which leads me into the heart of the message today is it's okay to take the long way. It's okay to take the long way. The way our culture works, we, we tend to think that the, the best way to get to your destination is as fast as you can, that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, so the sooner you get there, the better. But I, I don't think that's true. I've been back to snow calming falls uh, two times and both have been incredibly precious but neither quite as good as that first time <laughs> looking back when it came to getting sidetracked and lost would I make the same decision again? damn right I would there's some wisdom in getting lost there's a, a, a blessing in getting sidetracked and there's some joy in letting go of the need to get to the destination so quickly that we forget to enjoy the journey. The wisdom in being playful and having fun. That's the wisdom that getting sidetracked can offer us. I love something that Douglas Adams said who wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He was comparing the, the wisdom of, of humankind and, uh, with that of dolphins. And he said, On the planet Earth... Man had always assumed that he was more intelligent than dolphins because he had achieved so much. The wheel, New York, wars, and so on. Whilst all the dolphins had ever done was muck about in the water having a good time. But conversely, the dolphins had always believed that they were far more intelligent than man for precisely the same reasons. Now, I do want to point out that for me, there is a big difference between getting sidetracked and getting stuck. Getting sidetracked in your life can be good. Getting stuck in your life is, is never good. See, when you're sidetracked, you may find yourself off track, but you still know where it is that you want to go. When you're stuck, you don't have either. When you're sidetracked, you're still the, the hero in your own adventure, when you 're stuck you 've given up being a hero, to be being the the, the victim, perhaps in someone else 's story, to step out of your story and be in judgment, to be a cameo appearance in someone else 's life. I love something the author and film director Charlie Kaufman said he said and I'm paraphrasing, he said, for all the people in the world, and there's over 7.5 billion of us, no one is an extra. Everyone is the lead in their own story. Now, this either speaks to the incredible naivete of us human beings, or it speaks to the importance that life is about adventure, that life is about stepping in to the hero role, not to be the center of the universe, but to live out the divine idea inherent for each and every one of our lives. And there's nothing more desacralizing of who we are than to give up being the hero of your own adventure. To cause yourself to get stuck on a page in the grand adventure of your life, only reading the same blah, over and over again. How many of us have felt stuck on that page in the story of our lives? And in my experience, there's God a couple chapters ahead saying, Josh, it's great up here. I know chapter two kind of stinks, but if you just let go, if you just step out of being the victim, if you just let go of the judgment, if you just stop identifying with the end of the story being way too soon, you could get here. And then you see how the whole plot, the whole narrative, works together. When you're sidetracked, you may be off track, but you always remember your purpose, your virtues, your principles. When you're stuck, something else has become your purpose. Sometimes it's a dysfunctional or miserable way of living, but sometimes, to be honest, it's getting too comfortable. Adventure does not love comfort. Yes, even Indiana Jones has to put his feet up once in a while. But if the purpose of your life has become just comfort and ease, you're not living your adventure. I don't want my epitaph to read, uh, Josh and his wife April went to a lot of nice dinners. <laughs> I wanted to read, uh, Josh dedicated himself to, to serving others. I don't want it to read as, you know, Josh spent a lot of time quipping at cable news and lurking on Facebook. <laughs> you know, I want it to be that Josh dedicated himself to, to living creatively, to a power greater than himself. And it, can't mean, it doesn't mean you can't mix all those things together. But when we're stuck, sometimes we've forgotten that it's good to have courage, that it's good to step onto the yellow brick road of your life and embark on adventure with faith and confidence and hopefully even a little bit of joy. When you're sidetracked, you have no idea where the path or the off path is taking you, but you know who you are. When you're stuck, you've forgotten who you are. For me, and it's one of the greatest spiritual realizations I've been able to have, is the truth of who I am, and I believe the truth of who you are, is inescapable. It's always right there at the very center of your life, even if you aren't centered in it. You can run, you can hide, you can try to escape, but it's always calling you back to the adventure of your living. For me, it's kind of like life is a spiral. And no matter what, that truth of who I am is right there in the middle. And yet, every choice I make, every word I say, every action I step into um, takes me a step closer to who I am or a step further away. But it's a spiral, you see. So even when I, in those darkest of places, I, I can't escape. I can't get away from it. And that ability to remember who I am is always there, always available. There's an ancient Christian story uh, that was written um, before they even put the New Testament canon together, and it's called The Hymn of the Pearl. And it's about a young man of heavenly origins who's sent by his parents to Egypt to retrieve a pearl of great price that's at the bottom of the ocean. And at first, he's inspired and he gets to Egypt and he knows the truth of who he is and he knows his mission and then he starts hanging out with some Egyptians. He really loves them. They're great people. He really likes their clothes, so he puts on their clothes, really loves their food, starts eating their food, really loves their social media and starts uh, doing, okay, (laughs) I'm embellishing. But before you know it, he's so caught up in the everyday living of the human beings that he forgets who he is and forgets his purpose. No longer is he focused on the pearl, but he's focused on the the gossip and the news and the relationships and all the stuff that's a lot of good stuff, but it's the the sensory stuff. So his parents get wind of this and they they send a letter in the form of of an eagle and it calls him and it says, my son, remember who you are. Remember the mission that I gave you. Remember your divine birthright to retrieve the pearl and become that which you are. And this does remind the young man, and he's back on his mission, and he goes and he retrieves the pearl, and he returns home victorious. Now for me, this story is simple, but it's representative of all of us. I don't know about you, but I believe that our spiritual birth precedes our human birth. And that we are truly here to live out, embody a divine idea for our lives. Yet somewhere along the line, we can fall unconscious to it. We get caught up in thinking so much else is so important. We get caught up in all the human stuff, which again can be glorious, but it can cause us to forget where we're really from and who we really are. And what we're really here to do. And that pearl at the bottom of the ocean, it's symbolic of inner knowing. Your inner life. Your inner spirit. And when you rediscover it, and you claim it, you begin to do what the Master Teacher taught us to do, which is to bring the kingdom of heaven into your life, into this world, into your way of being. The beautiful thing for me about this analogy of the great spiral of life that never allows us to escape who we are, although we can sure get distant from it, is I can take so many steps away from that truth of who I am. I can bury myself so deeply. I can allow myself to get so apparently lost, so many steps to my detriment, but it only takes one step to get back to center. It only takes one step to get back to wholeness. It only takes one step to retrieve that truth of who you are. And yes, it will take countless steps after, but it just takes one step to transform and renew your life and begin the adventure again. I love how the author Meredith Jordan put it. She said, Whatever you have forgotten, you can remember. Whatever you have buried, you can unearth. If you are willing to look deep into your own nature, if you are willing to peel away the layers of not-self you have adopted in making your way through the tribulations of life, you will find that your true self is not as far removed as you think. Some reminders about the wisdom of being sidetracked. The first, blessed are those who wander. Blessed are those who wander. Wandering isn't just about being aimless. It's really about stepping off of the journey you think you're supposed to be living to remember that divine life that's living you. It's a way to reconnect with our creativity. It's a way to be in the, in the present moment. And so I have a, a homework assignment for you this week, which you can grab your keys if you want. You can grab your wallet. You can even take your phone if you have to. But just walk out your door and bump around. Take a walk. If you don't like your neighborhood, stop at a park. Just wander. Just wander. Just wander. If it's too cold outside, grab a blank notebook and just write whatever comes from your heart. Grab that blank canvas and those paints and and get to work. If you're feeling lonely, grab your phone, go through the context and call three people that have made an impact on your life. Tell them you appreciate them, care about them. Don't do it too late, that might be creepy, but... Wandering leads to those new, bigger ideas for our lives that perhaps we've been leaving out. And it's sometimes in that ability to get sidetracked, to just wander, that we reconnect with our, our sense of purpose. I love how Mary Oliver put it. She said, The most regretful people on earth are those who felt the call to creative work, who felt their own creative power restive and uprising, and gave to it neither power nor time. That doing nothing in wandering may be the most important thing that you need to do in your life right now. Second, sometimes you have to get lost to get found. Sometimes you have to lose yourself to find yourself. We can say that we're all on a, a path to success, a path to thriving, a path to growth. But in this busy day and times, for a lot of us, it's not a Path. It's, a, it's an electrical machine we never step off of. It's a go, go, go. And so when I, I mention getting lost, I'm not saying make bad choices for your life that, that take you so off course. I'm just saying uh, get off the treadmill and stop. Slow down. What did Lily Tomlin say? For fast acting relief, slow down. <laughs> step step off. Uh, From the busyness of the journey And and see where the adventure calls you Because the real, real truth When you're living your full adventure It's those things that call you off the path That sometimes give you just what you need To fulfill your path That character you meet That insight that you have Without that You wouldn't have all the tools that you need To fulfill your life adventure so, get lost in the best kind of way and, and see what floats, see what comes forward. Lastly, and probably most importantly, remember this the map is not the territory. The map is not the territory. See, the maps are always a human creation, and they're wonderful but they're not the ground itself. I don't care how good you are with the Thomas Guide. Anyone remember those? I don't care how cool your latest Maps or Ways app is on your phone. All you can learn by studying those is other people who've been to the geographic locations you want to go, but they can never tell you about the adventure. See, where the map is human-made the adventure is spirit-led. Where the map is human-made, the adventure is spirit-led. And we build these own maps in our minds sometimes. It's how we construct and view our lives. And although it's always good to have a map around, keep it in your back pocket, sometimes it's good to put it away. Perhaps that partner of yours, you think you know so exactly Maybe it's time to put the map away and realize the mystery in them again. Maybe that daily routine that you know so well, exactly everything that's going to happen in the day, maybe that's not serving you. Maybe put the map away and, and live with a little bit more trust and see what comes forward. Maybe that self you know yourself to be or that God that you believe in, you've so mapped out that perhaps it's even become a little dull. Is your God boring? Put the map away. Realize that if your God is boring, it's not God. That there is a creative spirit at the heart of your life. That there's a divine idea calling for you to step into your greater magnificence. That there is a daily presence and power always available and with you right here and right now to live the greatest story ever told. That divine story written in your heart before you were even born, that to choose to live with that little bit of faith and courage, even the size of a mustard seed, can build a harvest of newfound inspiration and excitement in your life. Maps are wonderful. I I, I love the idea of constructing for my life exactly where I want to go and how I want it to look, and sometimes it happens just exactly like that. But to be honest, sometimes it doesn't. I love something else that Douglas Adams said. He said, I may not have gone where I intended to go, but I think I have ended up where I needed to be. I don't think I've wound up where I intended to go, but I think I've wound up where I needed to be. Anyone resonate with that? See, that intended to be, that speaks to the, to the map, to the construction, which is, again, wonderful. But that where I needed to be, that's where the adventure is. That's where that co-creation with spirit takes place and leads you to something even beyond what you could have written up or imagined. When I said yes to ministry and being of spiritual service, I wrote it all out. I'm going to live up on a mountain somewhere, and I'm going to write books, and I'm not going to have to interact with people that much. <laughs> yeah, how did that work out for me? <laughs> In terms of relationship, I wrote it all out. I want the ideal partner who just loves me unconditionally and only likes to do what I like to do all of the time. <laughs> and then I met my beautiful wife who does love me unconditionally, but has a mind of her own and a way of helping me discover buttons that I had in myself that I didn't even know were there. (laughs) And have that wind up for me pretty darn good. It's a a beautiful thing to say, I don't want my mapped out ideal. I want what's there because it's even better. And that's the call to adventure in our lives. Have your vision. Have your destination. Imagine all the ways it can look and be. But remember, the map is not the territory, and the territory is even better. It's even sweeter. It's even more inspirational than you could have imagined. And it only demands one thing, that willingness to know who you are, to be who you are, and the courage to continue to bring it forth in its magnificence whether you're right where you think you're supposed to be or you feel that you've gone off track somewhere, you are because that spirit and that calling is right where you are. It's a choice away. It's a step away. And it's even nearer than that. So let's step into our adventures with greater clarity, very, very greater courage, greater faith, and with that willingness to step into them with, with greater joy. Have fun. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, text 720-230-1404 or visit us at milehighchurch.org.